Hello, beautiful souls. My goodness, it's been a minute and I've missed you. I've missed you all so much. Um, I have been away getting some amazing resetting, relaxing, replenishing, rejuvenation time in nature with no internet, which has honestly been one of the best weeks of my life. Let's be honest, you don't realize um, um, how bloody good it is when you can't get Wi-Fi or data or whatever the hell you call it. I don't know. Are they all the same? They're different. I, I get confused. Um, so it has been a few weeks. My darlings, how are you? I mean, I really hope that you checked in my September, my earlier September potty where I was sort of prepping you and saying, hey, make sure you really rejuvenate and fill up in September because October's coming and it is a doozy. So I really hope that you did that. I hope that you nourished yourself. And um, of course, there was like a whole world of retrograde planets, which is very, very normal. Again, again, I will keep reiterating. It happens every bloody year and it has done for decades and decades and decades. It's not new. It's just more you know, it's just more white noise over social media about it now, um, blowing it up and making it bigger than what it really is. Retrograde planets are such a huge part of our year and every single year, our whole lives, and they're very important. Um, and as I've said before, you know, the main retrogrades you really want to watch out for are Venus and Mars. They're our most rarest retrogrades. So they're the ones you want to keep your eye on. So ultimately, I am in my car today because I'm finally back at it. I'm back at the gym. I'm in my car getting ready. So if I'm not in my car, but I'm in my car, you know that <laughs> it's one of the two places I record from. I'm so fucking professional. Um, I realized, you know, I don't need a theme song. I don't need an intro. I just show up. Um, for me, just being who I am is my success and being who I am is the only thing that I can be. So hello again, here I am, uh, just showing up. So yes, I really hope that you, you know, tapped into, retrograde season and you can sort of see how it I mean a you know everyone hooks into oh my god retrogrades retrogrades and carries on like pork chops and how it really affects them because they're buying into some sort of weird fear mentality and that retrogrades humble us and yet do not get me wrong I mean sometimes they fucking shake us some mercury retrogrades are going to be more intense and again not just collectively but for you personally Again, where are they happening in your own chart? Are you a Mercury ruled chart? Are you in a Mercury perfection year? You know, we look at all of these different layers to really juice the cosmic energy. You know, we can really you know, squeeze what's going on once we know all of the layers to what's actually going on in our own charts. And that helps you to really, you know, unhook from the drama that, that you know, in, even astrologers, you know, bang on about which is you know very you know baffling to me um when even astrologers put fear around mercury retrograde or retrogrades i mean yeah look you know we put a mercury retrograde post up as a fun little you know as a meme or something like that but when you know i'm talking serious astrologers like going in and going oh my god all these planets are retrograde it's so rare how is it rare when it happens every single year it's not rare but I, you know, I, I do want to say that this Mercury retrograde was a real doozy and for so many too collectively. And for me, 
the, the, the deeper teaching that came out of it, I mean, for me, I felt great that I got to pretty much be offline for over a week, you know, or a week or whatever it was. Um, and before that, because I am recording my 2023 astrology panel, it is called 2023 Spilling the Astro Tea, which is also the two workshops that I will be holding. So if you are Sunshine Coast or Brisbane based, you can meet me in person if you haven't met me yet, darlings. My favorite, favorite workshop, and it's pretty much the only real in real life workshop that I do at the moment um, these days. Um, and that is to prep you for the year ahead. Um, spilling the Astro Tea on 2023. So that is coming up. One is in November and one is in December. Sunny Coast um, and Paddington at uh, the Spirit Space Collective. Anyway, so, so ultimately I was recording those and I've got some incredible astrologers on like mind-blowing um, and just like swooning hard over them. Um, and yeah, definite tech fuck ups, you know, like weird things like my brand new computer just wouldn't charge. Like it's literally brand new, like fucking out of the box and something weird was going on, blah, blah, blah. My husband's Googling it, blah, blah, blah. And so it was just as I went to record a, an interview for the 2023 panel, you know, just those little things. And there was this real level of teaching there and because I spent pretty much the whole last week of Mercury retrograde off my, you know, not on internet and those sorts of things, like I had it in and out every now and again, it was just, you know, that real reconnection to just stillness and reading and doing other things. That was the biggest teacher for me because this Mercury retrograde was actually all in my 12th house. So it really was to pull back and Mercury is now direct. So, you know, but he won't be out of his shadow for, you know, a little while yet. And, but he is going to move forward, but he has been opposite Neptune. So even though I was I'm like, yay, you know, Mercury is direct. It's like, yeah, but he's still opposite Neptune and we're in this big month. So ultimately, you know, I just wanted to check in before I go to the gym and do my first workout in a couple of weeks. Um, except for all the walking that I've been doing. I mean, my God, like we stayed at the Noosa Habitat, which I just want to shout out was amazing. We glamped because, you know, I want a king size bed, my own shower and bathroom. <laughs> I don't want to have to line up for showers or um, share a million toilets. So, you know, I I've become, you know, precious like that. I admit that. Um, I, you know, I'm, I'm a stellium in Taurus, you know, I like comfort, but I also love nature. So it was the best possible situation for me. Um, I got to sit on my little deck and drink cups of tea in the morning and watch all of the kangaroos. So the kangaroo medicine was really strong. And so was the kookaburra medicine. And in the liquid crystals, those two crystals are crocite and garnet. Garnet. So very, very um, sexual and sacred, you know, so, um, uh, sacral chakra, uh, desires, passions, um, you know, really dropping into that creativity as well. And, you know, so I'm, I'm actually, that was the medicine that I received all week. And it was just so beautiful to just stare into greenery. Like that's, we had a beautiful glamping tent right at the end, which, you know, I would book there again because you're not staring at someone else's tent. You're literally staring out into a field of um, many, many, many kangaroos. Um, and just trees and earth. And, you know, I think that that was a big part of the Mercury retrograde teaching for me. And what I've heard from other people too, it was, it was this, you know, getting off technology and really resetting and, 
you know, I'd rather stare at a tree than stare at my phone. So, I mean, it's going to create new habits for me. And I think that that's where we want to get the juice of a retrograde or especially even a Mercury retrograde, which we do have a few times a year, three to four times a year, right? So, you know, we want to learn the lessons. We want to remember what we were taught while Mercury was retrograde. That's what it's all about. And that's why people struggle in retrograde season is because, they're not willing to a do the work or acknowledge the work or integrate or embody what's going on it's like oh we're not moving it's not fast it's not happening i'm not a fucking you know master in blah blah in five seconds now now quick quick more 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 quick quick fast fast you know like retrogrades are slow and they're actually the greatest teachers and you know if you're like me you know i've got all of those um out of planets retrograde in my uh, chart my own natal chart and that's very common because like i said they're mostly retrograde every single year forever and ever amen um so they do humble a lot of people you know and yet throw in a bit of a doozy mercury retrograde too um but for me you know like i shared at the beginning of september on, on my potty you know this was a month September was a month to just really drop in, you know, to sort of get organized. It was a six month in a six year, you know, it was just, where's the love, you know, where are you in your relationships? Um, where are you with your relationship to yourself, to the earth, to the universe, you know, come back, you know, come back into the body, come back into your own system. Yeah. Like what is, you know, your own system, your own season. And of course we had equinox, um, which was just divine. And, you know, and then that new moon in Libra popped a few days after equinox and really, you know, we, we're now moving into, um, you know, bigger astrological times, you know, this month is a bit of a month. Um, you know, we always are going to see eclipse seasons as bigger months, a bit more turbulent. Plus we have Pluto stationing uh, direct, plus we have Saturn stationing direct later. Jupiter moves back into Pisces, which, ugh, you know, God, hurry up and get out. Um, but just for a little bit, which just until December. Um, and what else do we have? We've got Venus moving with the sun all month this year, darlings. Again, like really connect into that benefic energy, you know. Um, Venus is at home in, in Libra, you know, finding beauty, you know, finding stillness, clearing your own mental space because remember Libra is a mental sign it's an air sign it's all about the mind and that's why Venus in Libra and then Venus in Taurus both in their dom like that's both of their rulers their domiciles very different because you know Venus in Taurus is earth it's all of those earthly pleasures that goddess of like just you know wanting to roll around in the earth and you know adorn yourself and be a hedonist whereas Venus in Libra is a much more refined, you know, there's this air of grace and, and purity and, you know, you know, there's more of a thinking about love, you know, Venus in Taurus feels the love, embodies the love, is the love, whereas Venus in Libra detaches a little bit, wants love, desires companionship, desires cooperation, the mer like the merging in a different way to Scorpio, because of course, each sign comes after one another as a, as a full circle. It's not separate. You know, once we hit the seventh sign, which is Libra, we then, you know, that is where we're moving from the first sign, which is Aries, which is self. And then we move to Libra season, which is the other, you know, the, the we versus me, me being Aries and we versus um, being Libra. And then, of course, 
Scorpio sort of is that solidification, the consummation of the merging of the souls, the deep divinity like of, oh, you know, and again, very different to Pisces because Pisces is where do I begin and where do you end? Pisces, you know, doesn't have the boundaries, but, you know, water signs often don't. Just have a look at water, you know, unless you're putting something there, there's no boundary. It's flowing. It's seamless. It wants to merge with one another. So there is this beautiful merging that happens with all water signs. But Libra has this, you know, it's thinking about relationships. It's thinking about, uh, you know, the the condition of the relationship and and what can be changed and where can I love more, you know. And often in, in its shadow can, you know, be far too tell me who to be, tell me I'll be what you want to be, you know, too self-sacrificing. And if you haven't checked out my my Libra season post on my page, Tiani Talks and um, Tiani on Facebook, go and check that out too. I did a big sort of, you know, dive into the Libra archetype. Um, I, have a, I have a Libra rising and three planets in Libra. So, uh, you know, I'm a Venus ruled chart, as you all know, I always talk about it um, with the stellium in, in Taurus too. So Venus is, of course, you know, like, she's, I am her, (laughs) you know, I, I, it's, it's the the strongest archetype for me, one of the strongest in my chart and, and how I live life and experience life. Um, Everything is through a lens of love. And so we get Venus in her home sign, traveling with the sun all month, you know, because she makes her Kazemi aspect, which is her exact conjunction later in the month, which is like right at the end, like 29 degrees of Libra. And then they both move into Scorpio, um, very different feel, but again, they're still conjunct in that, um, that, uh, new moon, new moon, um, eclipse, um, in Scorpio is a kapowwow. And I will talk more about that coming closer because I am back in business, baby. I'm back. And, um, yeah, it's, it's pretty powerful because the sun, the moon and Venus are all exactly conjunct on that solar, um, Scorpio solar eclipse. And, You know, it's important because with this death and love nodal portal that I've spoken about, and again, if you have not, you know, I've got a masterclass on my freaking website, tiani.com.au for 30 bucks, and it goes through this. And whilst we're coming to the end of it, it is still very prevalent. Um, Highly recommend watching it because you can really understand the intricacy uh, in your own chart and just collectively of this nodal axis, which is set to change um, next year in um, July. Um, So we're still in it for a little while. But what's very fascinating about this Taurus and Scorpio nodal portal is that um, we only had one solar eclipse each in the signs. So we had a Taurus solar eclipse and a Scorpio solar eclipse this year, which the solar eclipse is coming in Scorpio um, later this month. Um, And that's it because all of the rest of the eclipses have been lunar eclipses, full moon eclipses. So very, very fascinating. Um, Even next year, the, the, the two lunar eclipses of 2023 are both in Scorpio and Taurus. However, the two solar eclipses will be in Aries and Libra. Very, very interesting ecliptic year ahead darling so you know we we have the final set of eclipses in scorpio and taurus together coming up um ultimately right now we're in this uh waxing moon you know we've just had that new moon in libra the moon is building and we will have a very potent healing dynamic full moon in aries coming up soon and again i will jump on and talk more about that but i just wanted to a i just wanted to come in and say hello how are you all feeling i really hope again that you 
took a breath in September um, because if you didn't, mm, you know, you, it, you might not be feeling re reset and refilled, uh, which was totally my recommendation at the beginning of the month um, because, yeah, I mean, we've got a big end of the year coming, <clears throat> as we always do. Um, I love a bit of a September getaway for me personally because the end of the year is always a very full time of me and not because I'm hustling to finish the end of the year but also but but purely because I have my 2023 um, reads that I have for everyone that I set up for the last two months of the year so um, they're pre-recorded reads where I get to share everything that's happening for that person individually for the year ahead in 2023 that's eclipses mercury retrogrades uh, your time lord um, your perfected house, you know, all these things that just are relevant for you. I haven't even advertised them because I've already got like, uh, I've already got a heap of people that have booked in. Um, but once I get a handle on um, how many more I'll be able to do, I will definitely pop that up on my socials and email my email list probably first too. Oh, and other exciting news, darling. My 2023 kids have arrived. I did want to jump on Instagram at some point today. Uh, to let everyone know they've arrived and I would say that most of my weekends now um, will be wrapping and packing these babies and sending them all out to you. The pre-order started in August so I've been having people order them and I'm so excited to get them into your hands. So if you ordered you know in that pre-sale you know yours will be going out first of course because I'm going to go right back to those first orders and post them out. Um, get posting them out and you, I was scheduled to post them in November but um, they've arrived and um, you know I've got a big big week back at um, back back doing all my things uh, and I will get on to wrapping them and posting them out ASAP and I just can't wait I'm gonna love them all up and get them all out to you I still have I've I've, um, I've oh, I'm, I'm definitely over half sold now so again if you don't have your 2023 energy survival kit um, I would highly recommend getting onto that. I am assuming I'll sell out by the end of the year, which is totally my um, my goal this year to not have them going into the new year, just to get them all sold, all ready for you to work with. You know, it's over 200 pages um, of insight around what is happening in 2023 on every bloody level with Mercury retrograde spreads and solstice and equinox spreads and all the information on the numerology, the Chinese year, um, general information, the astro signatures, month to month stuff. I mean, it's it's huge. It's huge, huge, huge. It's my favorite thing. It's, it feels like I write a book every single year. Um, so there are the couple of little things in my world that are going on. 2023 kits are in. September was great. I was just able to anchor and reset. And I'm so glad I took that last week off um, to really integrate what the Mercury retrograde was teaching. And that's what I think it was bigger than just tech glitches and things like that, which did happen a lot, you know. Um, I know a lot of people had a lot of car breakdowns, a lot of car things. And from, again, we're being asked to slow down. But also I think that there was this energy of get back out into nature, you know, stare at trees, stare into the horizon um, in a tree line, you know, watch animals, watch nature instead of watching your phone. You know, that was one of the biggest teachers for me with this Mercury retrograde, that real sense of retreating away um, from my phone. So I, you know, I'm really um, going to curate new habits myself within that um, because I know that my mind is a lot clearer and I, you know, we were going to bed at nine o'clock every night um, and waking up at like six or seven. Um, and just having such, you know, deep, 
long sleeps, uh, you know, being asleep by nine o'clock, uh, and that's purely because we're doing, you know, beautiful bushwalking, barefoot bushwalking, and just being in nature, um, which, you know, some of you, have, I mean, we've all got that access every single day. Um, I know some of you live on the beach and, you know, get to do those beautiful beach walks every day and, and things like that. But yeah, it's definitely um, a total sort of revamp into a routine which makes sense I mean Mercury is still in Virgo at the moment so it's like redefining your routine like what do you want to change about your routines like that that's what Virgo season was all about but the retrograde with Mercury was really asking us to redefine those and to really reinvent something that works better for you um, and and not being on social media doesn't mean your business won't thrive you know it, it doesn't mean that at all um, whilst there's this sort of fear that if you're not posting, you know, six times a week and you're not on constantly, you know, you're going to be missed. And it's like, well, look, people, yes, might miss you, but that's also a beautiful, like you're also teaching people too, that you don't have to rely on, you know, anything else, but you, you know, to tap out to come back to the original source of God, which is yourself, you know, it's, it's not someone online and just to plug back into your own soul's voice. And I think that that truly has been what this Mercury retro, like I said, it was in my, it was in my 12th house. So of course it was a very universally, um, synchronistic connection, you know, streamlined to the divine for me. Um, but Mercury still, you know, moving forward in in Virgo. So there's still a, a this is, can be still a wonderful time to redefine new routines and a new relationship to your routines and rituals. Um, moving forward, getting some momentum. And like I said, we do have Pluto moving direct and Saturn eventually moving direct this month as well. So again, there is some momentum now because some of these outer planets will start moving direct. Um, what else? Yeah, we've got that full moon coming up, which is huge. And then, yeah, from that full moon, we enter eclipse season. You know, that full moon in Aries happens and we go straight into eclipse season. And then we have that new moon solar eclipse, which is the only one in Scorpio in this entire, in this entire, um, uh, you know, axis of the Scorpio Taurus um, eclipses. It's the only one. So it's a, it's a pretty potent one. And like I said, exactly conjunct Venus as well. So that's really powerful uh, with Venus traveling with the sun all month, which is just this delicious dance. Um, and yeah, October and, you know, and then we're set for this eclipse, eclipse sandwich from the solar eclipse in Scorpio into November, the lunar eclipse in Taurus, darling. So it's a big month ahead. Um, I'm so happy to be back. Um, as you can feel, I'm alive and I'm full and I'm fully charged, ready for the last quarter of this year. Um, I'm super excited and it's just been so nice jumping back in and saying hello and sharing with you all, darling. So thank you for listening. Have an incredible Tuesday and I will be back very soon with some more potties from me. Mwah. Bye.